Hi pals, this has now been rebranded as the Mobile Mentor Podcast, so bear with us through the brand mind body old branding, all content is just as valuable. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Brand Mind Body Podcast. I'm Alex Blanks. Feed your mind and body right to make yourself into a better brand. Everything is a brand nowadays, even people. What we do, what we say, the choices we make and how we behave, and these shape how we progress through life. So it's time to do some work internally and make ourselves into personal brands we're super proud of. Happy listening! Hello all and welcome to the podcast episode on podcasts. As an avid podcast fan and consumer myself, I thought it would be most fitting to create a list of my all-time faves. I listen to these guys in various combinations weekly and as you know from my intro, this podcast is all about feeding your mind and body right to make yourself into a better brand. So in light of this, I make sure my mind is very well fed. The audio content I seem to be most drawn to is primarily non-fiction, research-backed and discussion-based, podcasts that cover big topics ongoing and undefined concepts and the bigger questions in life those which plague or bolster the society in which i associate with expect subjects from fear to confidence to future of to the future of food to gender inequality to the role of nature in big cities to the ai revolution i love absorbing knowledge and handpicking the best nuggets of info from these guys to create my own understa- my own understanding of life so here goes here are my top 10 podcasts okay so in one is TED Radio Hour on NPR. The host, Guy Raz, is super fun, approachable, and passionate about the topics he discusses. It's all about what makes us human, other ways to problem solve, and other ways to look at life's big questions. Um, an episode covers a key theme. Some, in, some titles include Quiet, Where Joy Hides, Decisions, 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 and Why We Hate. It's usually split into four sections, and in each quadrant, there's an excerpt from a famous TED Talk and a keynote speaker interweaved into the discussion, and this provides a more well-rounded viewpoint on the topic at hand. And it's generally taken from the science world, the art world, or perhaps has a more philosophical, philosophical skew or design skew. TED Radio Hour podcasts are well-rounded, diverse, and fascinating. It's great to fill an hour when you're doing something else that doesn't need much brain power. Early, morning, early mornings usually work for me. Um, I recommend this when you have a bit more headspace and processing power. Even though it's a light-hearted and accessible way into a topic, um, it does require you to concentrate. So if you're doing something that needs you to be more focused i wouldn't recommend this totally but it's super good my second choice is hidden brain on npr in a similar tone and style to ted radio hour on npr the host shankar vedantam speaks on how the hidden brain shapes our world he dives into human thinking psychology and the human brain's evolution inviting profound guests and experts to share their findings and wisdom i like this one because the host is super humble and he's very softly spoken it's it's really easy to listen to and yet useful it's really good for a walk or before bed and it's soothing and educational it's kind of like you went to an easygoing lesson for an hour but without actually having to do much it's really easy passive learning and you can fill your brain with good stuff um this podcast however is more specialized in topics compared to ted radio hour which covers a more blanket spread of subjects um but it's equally as well produced control alt delete hosted and curated by emma gannon Uh, the best-selling author and broadcaster is super she's a self-made lady who speaks about life in the age of the internet and how her her industry pals and some of her role models are managing and growing in this drastically accelerating world it's super empowering especially if you're a young female and gives you a sense of comfort that you're not alone and that there's always room to grow and succeed in your own niche in such a chaotic time i i found comfort in this especially when i was away um recently in antigua for a month when i was kind of spending a lot of time alone i needed like that sense of like community 
it does provide you this audio community and that sense of oh, I can always tap into that when I'm feeling a bit lost or I need a bit of a direction and trying to figure out you know your place in the world or you know like listen to people and and their experiences so you feel a bit more um like you're on the right way the podcast format consists of a Q&A format whereby Emma interviews key figures, influencers and creatives of today's generation and this helps us learn more about their view of the world and how they're making change or may change. It's like listening to a couple of your pals like, chatting in your ear. It's really conversational, it's nice and relaxed, it's joyful, it's bubbly, you know, it's like it has that bit of that cultural nuance to you can just sit there and, and hear like how these people are on a real level without it feeling too scripted. Emma, Emma asks a few key questions and steers the conversation in a really nice direction. Um, so it's a nice balance of getting something out of it, but also not feeling like you're following a piece of paper. They often chat over wine or tea. <laughs> I kind of want to be interviewed one day. So hopefully if I pick up any kind of traction from this podcast, I hope she invites me on. Because once she invited a 22-year-old poet on, um, her name's Charlie Cox. Um, and this like new, new wave poet has heaps of Instagram followers and speaks about mental health and coming of age, trying to normalise these taboo subjects. Because uh, I think nowadays, obviously, we're celebrating the whole mental health and mental wealth push. So lots of artists and creators are doing it through their through their own mediums so I'm hoping as an anonymous poet myself she might invite me on fingers crossed simplify simplify is one of my faves I would say it's exactly what it says on the tin because it always gives me the sense of like happiness and ah once I finish like I always feel that ah a, fam- a female and a male co-host duo try to simplify our lives from relationships to happiness to health to habits and invite expert authors speakers and scientists from the various fields to chat about them Again, it's a similar format to TED Radio Hour and Hidden Brain, but I guess it's, I would say, a bit more accessible to those. It's rather jolly, it's easygoing, um, and it's really useful to the everyday productivity nerd. Also super for bookworms and those who like to dig a bit deeper into subjects, because at the end there's a recommendation on books you can read if you want to delve deeper. Um, They detail credible reads, um, and it's really well produced and edited. I love the episodes Marriage is Dead, Long Live Marriage with Eli Finkel. This is on series two. Seth Godin's Do Bad Work episode is also really good. I was gripped and I love the quality of advice from those guest speakers. Plus, I really enjoy thinking more profoundly about relationships and purpose. So those two kind of resonated the most with me. I give this one literally a nine out of ten. It's so good. And um, again, it makes you feel like big topics that you don't really want to like actively pursue and research about it brings them to front of mind and makes them feel like an everyday subject you can just learn about okay so grown up land with bbc radio 4 is a new probably a new one of mine um however i have exhausted it this last month i think i found it and i was like i wasn't too sure at the beginning and then in the last two weeks i've kind of like listen to all of them and I listen to at least once a day they're a really good length they're around 40 minutes um which makes it not too long and not too short um it's it's with a small team slash group of friends between the ages of 25 and 30 and they chat about modern day concepts and issues that plague adulthood um they haven't they play on this nice tone between like knowing that they're adults but also still feeling quite naive um, and vulnerable and like nodding to childhood as this kind of golden era 
And I love it because between them, they seem to cover every identity box or viewpoint box. They have like a lesbian on the show, a guy who's a refugee who's uh, strayed from Syria, a married comedian um, who's come from an Indian background, um, and a white strange a white strange man, a white straight man who's also uh, a self-identified binge drinker. And I love it. They're all their own characters, and it's great to listen to their dynamic on air. I think the fact that it's a four-person gig makes it so entertaining and interesting because you can hear like how they banter on, on air. And with this, they provide a really well-rounded discussion um, that's like also from opinion and personal experience. It's not too much about like research and findings, which the other, other couple I've identified are. Um, they cover fit, uh, topics such as fear, happiness, grown-up manners, death, tattoos, sex... Um, and it's really entertaining because at the beginning they play uh, clips from when they ask kind of little children in nursery school of nursery school age these questions. So there's something really innocent and cute about it, um, opening up to set that tone. And then they they round off with the same. But it's also good because at the end they have the what did you learn section, which is each of them go around offering bite-sized nuggets of knowledge for us to take away. And they're often quite like tongue-in-cheek or sarcastic or generally useful and occasionally they have um, uh, a guest speaker on like a comedian or um, someone quite light-hearted like they are just bringing normal people onto the show um, or like other yeah or some sometimes that some of their pals or you know um, people they've met at parties or something so I really like this one because it feels like um, I could do this with my friends like create a podcast just sit there and chat about random stuff from our own experiences so five star grown-up land <laughs> okay so in six is Mimi B magazine and this is a fairly new one for me, and one which is a bit more of a, a rogue choice, I'd say, because of my other ones seem to follow a similar um, genre and theme. But um, Mimi is an ex-Maiden Chelsea star. She moved from Toronto to London a couple of years ago and decided to set up her own platform to empower young women and to be their best selves. This one is a lot more conversational and accessible, and it's definitely directed more to the younger female audience she herself is 22 but I actually really like how driven she is how motivated she is how much she's done in such a short space of time and I think I look at her with like huge respect because at 22 like moving across the world is big I did it when I was 20 23 and I just thought I think back to when I was 22 and I was like how much can you achieve at that age like I definitely don't think I was maybe I could have done but like I just find what she's achieved so big and um, I respect what she's done like outside of her reputation in Maiden Chelsea. Her podcast covers health, sex, relationships and everything about being a girl boss. She's very entrepreneurial, entrepreneurially minded um, and this shows through the people she invites on, guest speakers, um, lots of like life coaches, uh, people who speak about health and have like books out product ranges out um she's quite big on beauty um this is probably the side of her podcast i'm the least engaged with but her stuff on food and health i'm super engaged with because i love thinking about how i'm eating um like obviously health is such a broad undefined concept so i kind of want to pull inspiration from loads of different thought schools so it's a really good source for that um, although I don't always agree with her more regime stringent attitude um, and mindset sometimes I feel like she's I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's a bad thing but it just doesn't work for me like being really militant and set on like um, maybe one way uh, or like professing like you know a certain like diet or something that might work great for her I'm generally a bit more wishy-washy and balanced and still like kind of in that I don't I'm happy to admit that 
I don't really know much stage. Um, I think she's probably a bit more set on her ways than, than I am. I do, however, really appreciate the exposure I get to all the people she brings on and in, like every time I go to a new episode she, there's a new person for me to go and like research afterwards um, there was someone called Sahara on Ayurvedic medicine um, it's about eating um, in relation to who you, your body type and your character and um, there's three different types of people and basically it's like if you fit or associate with that type of person these are the type of foods that would help you flourish these are the type of foods that probably um, diminish you or don't allow you to be as prosperous and healthy and glowing as you possibly could so like yeah it's super good for that exposure and like a lot of it is founded in like philosophy um, which is a, a really big like arena that I find fascinating um, it inspires me to consider bringing some of their values into my lifestyle in a more balanced way which works for me and I think that's what Mimi is trying to do anyway with her podcast she's not trying to tell anyone how to live perhaps her manner can come across quite like direct but I think she's really strong in what she knows and um, she's a really wonderful host she's so personable relatable and like bubbly and just the fact that she's confident um, in her own skin and doing what she's doing and achieving it all at 22 it just she personifies what she's doing um, and she's so confident enough to like reach out to people and like people really big and experts in the industry so um, kudos to Mimi um, She's great for listening to on a run, I find, um, or before considering new health and beauty products or going shopping. Um, so for me, like if I've got like a Sunday, I'm thinking, okay, new week start, I need some inspiration on like perhaps new things I can try, like any new food ideas, what I should and shouldn't eat, or um, how to like start my week off better. Like she covers all of this because she's all about productivity and being your best self. So definitely recommend this for those guys who are super into self-development. Okay, so The Brilliant Idiots is one of my faves ever. I think this is um, a show that probably first got me into podcasts and that kept me coming back consistently. It always makes me happy, always makes me laugh. I'm so engaged throughout each like hour or more-ish episode. It's hosted by US comedian Andrew Schultz. He's a stand-up and TV personality and radio personality Charlemagne Lagod. Um, these two have the perfect dynamic and I feel like they're so opposite that they just work. Their dynamic is so good. They have such good energy and he and like you can hear their humour on like the audio medium perfectly. They coin themselves the brilliant idiots, allowing us to decide if they're regular rants, ramblings and opinions on weekly pop culture, news related and political subject are relevant or not. It's really great, it's really easygoing, it's laid back, it's often insightful and I think they're both very self-aware and into like self-development in an on preachy way so it's nice to hear like normal people speaking of their experiences um, and about their week and their you know upbringing and you know their like funny takes on life. Um, they each give their own spin because of their diverse experience of fame and time in the media industry and I think they're both they've both been like growing ever since their podcast has been growing they give like really good insight on how they got to where they are now um, they bring their homies in often like rappers actors and US influencers to kind of beef up the conversation sometimes they have like a female on it's really funny to like hear the little teasing dynamic and the, like so often the, the discussions get really heated and it's hilarious to listen to the different POVs um, I saw these guys live at the Clapham Grand in 2017 in London and it was mega they're so characterful and I definitely recommend um, listening to this when you're having a bit of a dip or if you're like in a meh mood because it will pick you up instantly and you'll you'll be laughing in like 15 minutes um, they're so open and honest they they say exactly how they feel like 
if they're like, oh, I feel this way, and it could be a bit sexist, then they will say it, and they won't apologise for it. But they're also very good at, like, understanding other perspectives and um, not being, like, preachy and not being, like, ignorant about it. They're very open to learning and um, laughing about laughing um, about themselves. So it's a really easygoing, friendly US comedy duo um, for you to, to, spot, to brighten up your day. Okay, so there's Freakonomics Radio. I love Freakonomics Radio because there's a lovely comedic tone to this educational podcast. It covers everyday socio-economic issues and it makes it accessible for you and me. The host is warm, light-hearted and perky with an American accent and every week he chats with Nobel laureates, modern-day provocateurs, intellectuals and entrepreneurs. From sleep to the sugar tax to creativity in schools, your brain will absorb loads after an episode of this. It's great for feeling like you've got some conversation fodder for your next formal event or even just for your own your own liking this is a more high-end production podcast infiltrated with credible research clips from the news and stats and has a huge archive so literally you could never run out of episodes it's been around for so long and there's something for everyone on there um i think we can all relate and i think that's what makes it's a super relevant podcast so um go hit it up oh look for the fruit on the logo the artwork it's got like a green apple with an orange inside so that's freakonomics radio okay my next one is note to self um i think i like this one because of the female host i think all the other ones have been primarily male other than actually no i take that back control alt deletes female me me be magazines female this one is another female host um her name's minutia marodi she delves into our emotional landscapes and i love all things emotional intelligence and management and this podcast is all about boosting and retaining that in today's data tech driven world it brings being human front and center helping us to look at look at the age of the internet in a way which is optimistic and helpful as opposed to doom and gloom however it does delve into the doom and gloom but always offers a way around it and for us to see differently and to retain that humanness in um, a world that which feels like it's growing more hostile she speaks to important guests um, each week and reminds us to question everything um, it can be quite thought-provoking and deep diving so maybe best when you're in a thinky mood um, I think it's kind of like if I was to translate a, a normal show into a podcast, um, like it would be Black Mirror to note to self because Black Mirror it obviously is really dark and it, it's really warped, but it does make you think about the world now in a dark way. Whereas this one is like, okay, we acknowledge that like, you know, VR might be plaguing us and it, there could be a dark side, but this is how we can manage it. This is how we can look at it in a way that helps us feel more secure. Um, and this is how to see the light in it. So yeah, note to self, go have a look. BBC Radio 4 Analysis. This has got a red artwork um, cover and it's got like a triangle with the kind of light spectrum coming out of it, but in a, in a new colour palette. It's a more serious research first and educational podcast for those who seek knowledge on more specialist subjects. Episodes, episodes are often centred around the news, education and political climates. They also cover international ground. I'm not always in the mood for this, but when I am, it really hits the mark and meets my thirst for knowledge. Like, it's so thorough, so thorough for research and understanding something in depth. Um, and all the sources are credible, so definitely something you can quote into, like a dissertation or um, a study you're doing. I probably listen to about 30% of the episodes they release, because some are on topics I'm not interested in at all. Um, but some really are, so it's like just skimming through the stuff that you're like, ah, something on psychology or like childbirth. And then you could be like, yeah, totally knowledgeable. Um, as the name suggests, it is analysis-based um, and interjects snippets from significant studies and research pioneers. 
for me the most memorable episodes are Screens and Teens from 19th of March 2018, What Are Universities For in that same month, and The Fix, Childhood Obesity released in August 2017. And I really like the latter because um, a bit like Jamie Oliver's mission, like they talk about how we can fix childhood obesity, but looking at different thought schools, ideologies, like what um, thinking underpins behaviour and how could we change how can we change that in order to change our systems like our supermarkets our our teachers um how we talk to kids as parents like all these shape our relationship to food and with children being so vulnerable at such a young age we need to think really cleverly and sophisticated sophisticatedly um in a sophisticated manner in order to change this um growing childhood obesity problem the um one of the guests guest speakers on there goes to um, like organises a research experiment um, where she puts loads of like industry pioneers and um, like key people in this field in a room and they have to brainstorm they get like two hours I think to like brainstorm um, solutions to problems come up with a, a question that they'd like to solve um, and methodologies for doing so and you can actually hear like their discussions on the podcast it's really interesting um and how like someone from a design background could approach um, a problem versus someone who's in um like head of marketing or someone who's in like i don't know food recipe development so yeah go check out bbc radio for analysis for feeding your brain with lots of intense good stuff and last but not least as my bonus podcast number 11 is starving artist Probably the one that I'm the least familiar with and one of the youngest in my list, but I reckon it has big potential even though it's only been around 13 episodes. It's for those striving creatives, entrepreneurs, freelancers or free-spirited individuals looking to carve a space for themselves in this world whilst trying to earn a decent living. The host invites a different type of creative soul onto the podcast each week, from illustrators to sound engineers to the editor at ID magazine. It's personable, personal, empathetic, and leaves you with with a sense of comfort that other people are or have gone through struggles too. And it's okay to be worried about your future as a creative person because this industry has always had a backseat compared to um, data-first realms. The best episode, in my opinion, is episode 8 with Adam JK. Um, It's called How to Not Sell Out. Adam JK is a big Instagram artist creating work under the philosophy that it's okay to not be okay. He channels his inner woes and thus creates beautiful work in, in his vulnerability. It's extremely stylized and significant for this day and age, the age of the internet. And the whole episode was like two people having an honest conversation about their lives um, and career history today, plus some advice to take away over a cup of tea. I like how Adam JK is unapologetically himself. um, And I think generally um, starving artist invites people on to be that way. Just open up, talk from the heart. What's your experiences as a creative person? Um, I think it's, it's easy to see that a lot of a lot of creative people have been met with resistance and now they're trying to speak up for themselves and you know assert their value um, and not sell out or feel um, that they're second best to anyone else or any anything. So it's very empowering for anyone who still feels like they have to justify taking a career in the more conceptual art creative world. Um, it's time for us to claim back that space in the industry because creativity now is something that's being really like called upon in order to create original stuff and think about the world different like differently so yeah um go check it out it's got yellow cover yellow cover work but i think that's by adam jk too because it re- looks really stylized like he does like his little pencil drawings but in a digital form 
Thanks so much for listening, guys. Check out my blog at brandmindbody.blogspot.com for more of my adventures. Also on Instagram at A underscore blanks and same for Twitter. That's B-L-A-N-X. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave me a lovely review. Lots of love.